Danielle. Hi, Mel. And we're back, aren't we, doing our moon series? Yes, back into the moon series. And here we are on the new moon. On the new and moon this for March. It's in March, yeah. And so um, generally speaking, we're looking at March 2nd. Again, 72-hour window. The full moon appears itself whenever it appears in whatever part of the world you're in. So we just give ourselves that 72-hour window. So we are in Pisces new moon. And so we're thinking less restriction. We're thinking having faith in the best possible outcome during this new moon, which is perfect because if you understand anything about the new moon and have tuned into the series, the new moon is when it's at this darker, darkest point in the world. And so what happens is this is what we call creation energy. This is where we start really setting intentions. This is when we can really harness this lack of light inform it into something creative, give us that opportunity. And when you are working with less restrictions and you are having more faith than normal, you're going to have a great new moon intention. And I did want to point out that this is the only month this year that will have zero retrogrades. So when we talk less restriction, we mean it like you mm -hmm. have the fullest potential. I know that Jupiter is trining something. I, I needed to look into that and I completely forgot, but you're talking Jupiter is luck. It's talking about expansion. Big things are happening. And so when you have this coming through for us, oh man, this new moon is going to be exciting. Yeah. So believing in something much bigger than what you've previously thought about, it sounds like. Yeah. Bigger than yourself, I think is what you said earlier. So yeah, yeah. thinking yeah. beyond just the, what we find limiting and it's not, so it's going to, it's going to be fun. Just fascinating. I don't know what's happening in the U S but in the UK, all of the restrictions that were in place for the last two years, pretty much are ending over the next few weeks. And that is all the restrictions. That seems a little reflective don't you think? <laughs> Don't you think? Yeah, the U.S. just had its uh, Pluto return, so we're exposing right now, and it's it's very obvious. So you know, I'd, I'd rather just not talk um, in mm. those realms. But um, yeah, so when we speak of Pisces, we're thinking emotionally sensitive, very aware emotionally, sympathetic, creative, imaginative, gentle, and wise. So now what we're going to do when we think about the Pisces energy, the traits of a Piscean, we're going to really take those, harness those into these intentions that we're setting for ourselves. We have had a theme across the year, which has been family or any other type of relationship, family specific, and then career. So this is when we can really start imagining things that are really big, really beautiful, the way we really want to see them. And because we've been doing this work since the beginning of the year, we can start to really uh, take note of the small changes that are now leading into these bigger changes. And with the luck of Jupiter, anything is possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think, um, it's being able to transcend this sort of material world. We were talking about um, the aspect of Aquarius last time, weren't we? And yeah. About identifying your own unique quirky self. And this is about being able to break away from the status quo, really step into your own understanding of who you are now, not the conditioning that you've been led to believe who you are and right. breaking away from that status quo. Meanwhile, celebrating and engaging with the with the collective consciousness there's a sort of double process uh, going on isn't that 
Yeah. I mean, the Piscean energy is all about the two fish, right? So you've yeah. got this balance between your higher realm self and this earthly self that we reside in. And how do you transcend? How do you rise above the things that you've been taught your whole life and being exactly who you are inside of a world where the status quo seems to be the, the go-to. And we're starting to leave this age of Pisces and coming into this Aquarian age, but there's a lot of beauty to behold inside of the Piscean um, vibration inside of the traits that are carried throughout this Zodiac sign. And, and there's so much wisdom and, and emotional uh, acuity that is gained by receiving this type of energy. It's, it's very profound. We're really going to enjoy it. You know, again, the focus, this new moon is going to be on relationships and power struggles. So when we think of power struggles, we're thinking, where am I trying to control others? Right. Um, and then is my relationship with myself and others satisfying, or is there some type of a power struggle inside of that? it's very common for our power struggles to reside within and then reflect itself out into the relationships that we're carrying. Am I okay with who I am? Am I satisfied with the way I carry my life? If I'm not, what is it that I need to help with that satisfaction? Where are my value systems in this? You know, we talk value systems all the time. This is a really good time to start to, to understand what it is within you and in the, the world that's being reflected by you, because you are the creator of your world. How are you reflecting out? What is it that you're not satisfied with, but what is it more importantly that you are satisfied mm. with? And let's hone in on those things. The other stuff starts to dissipate when we really focus on the things that are satisfying and bring joy mm. to our world. So that then means that all of that work of defining yourself, what your values and what you like and what you want to grow, as well as if you are in a relationship, you can do the same. That then takes that relationship to a whole different level, doesn't it? Because the communication is open and that can be expansive. And if you can maintain your own quirky self and your own idea of who you are within that, we're moving out of what may have been the traditional way of looking at relationships where the power dynamic was always there of male, female. And I know that, you know, it's not just about gender, but when we're looking at this wider aspect of the divine feminine emerging, this is about people really being able to take the space in terms of who they are outside of gender, outside of role, outside of culture, outside of identity, outside of all these things um, and emerge in a different way. I love that. Yeah. Cause there's the divine feminine within all of us. Mm. And so as the rising of the divine feminine, that doesn't mean for our female counterpart, that literally means that the feminine within you is rising that creative person, that intuitive person, that emotionally sensitive person who holds all of this wisdom is rising and transcending the conditioning of what it is to be within feminine energy. And it's just, it's, it's amazing. Now, how do we get there? this is another question that you're going to ask yourself is, am I comfortable sitting within my own darkness? You can't get to the light without first traveling through the dark. You know, I've been watching, um, this breakdown of Dante's Inferno and in it, you know, it's, it's pretty, it's, it reminds me so much of a spiritual walking right? As you go through your path, you have Mm. to go through the seven layers of hell to then reach the seven layers of purgatory that then reach you into the seven layers of heaven. So how do we do that? We have to walk through the darkness. So how comfortable am I with sitting 
inside of my own darkness, how it's never going to be one of those things that we're like, oh, I'm going to grab a margarita, you know, I'm going to go sit in the bath and I'm just going to sit in my darkness. No, nobody's ever going to be super excited about it, but you have to find a way of being comfortable within it without being afraid of what the darkness will show you. Because typically speaking, our darkness isn't as dark as we think it is. And it's actually this beautiful, loving, lovable thing that we've hidden away because it was different, because it was was taught to be more unique than the people you were trying to fit in with or the society that you were trying to reside within. Well, often within the components of control is shame. So whether we're yeah. looking at things on a collective consciousness level or indi- individual level or within relationships that often contain within the shadow or aspects that you wouldn't want to share with somebody because either you, th- you think they'll think you're mad, bad, sad, uh, or should be ashamed of anything that you've done, you see. And that's what keeps us stuck in these yeah. ever-evolving sort of patterns. Yeah. And one of the sort of methods that people have deployed in order to... Uh, manage that over the years and this is what we have to be really mindful in these moments is if you're getting if you've sown the seeds of some things but you're starting to feel a bit anxious because you can feel this change you can feel feel things getting bigger and you're not so comfortable in that you might then drop back into addictive patterns and then reach out for the things whether that is food drugs sex alcohol those things that have provided distraction for you in previous uh, times Whereas really now, with if you have done the work and you're able to realize that as human beings, we have these light and dark aspects. We have these aspects of ourselves that we're still coming into awareness about that it's normal, that it's not to be shamed of. And if you are feeling shamed and you've not talked to anyone about those things before, well, that's part of the journey is sometimes right. you need to share that with another human being. And we've talked on other podcasts about whether or not we do that with an individual, whether it's a psychotherapist, a coach, a really good friend that is non-judgmental or, or, or a group that you go to, that this is the journey of that enables the true aspects of who you really are yeah. to emerge. Because if that's caught in a web of shame and all the other sort of emotions that keep you stuck, then it is going to be hard to move forward and it is right. going to be hard to grow because yeah. in any relationship, you will hit those pivotal points where you have to reflect and go into that space and and ask what is going on here, unless you project it all onto the other person, then of course you can make everybody else take the blame for it. Otherwise you've got to go to those spaces. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, um, it, that just reminded me of the drama triangle when you said that, Yes. You know? <laughs> so yeah. we've actually talked about that in a different episode, but yeah. <laughs> so I can't even count the number of times that I've have a person that's practically a stranger message me and say, I know this sounds crazy. And that is because they've been Mm. conditioned to believe that anything outside of the box is crazy, that we aren't all, we have, you know, it's, it's a scary world to, to present yourself saying, sometimes I feel depressed and sometimes I feel manic without that fear of being diagnosed with something that might not belong to you or saying, I feel like I can see spirits or I feel this or this or this and people automatically judging you or calling you crazy. I've literally had people being put into a psych ward because they went to the wrong person Mm. to have this discussion. And then the conditioning steps forward, then the patterns step forward. And then they do need to end up being in that place because of 
Well, they get so scared. Yeah, this set of events that have led you to talking to the wrong people Mm -hmm. about the wrong things and not having a trustworthy outlet source. And this is why Mel is, especially Mel has always been very big in advocating group settings of like-minded people, having a therapist, doing the things that you can do so that you don't feel that you are trapped in a society or in a system that's going to send you away for not thinking or doing like others Mm -hmm. do. You know, um, you don't really have to believe in a lot of astrology to see that the world is evolving and changing. We just put keywords to it. We call it Piscean energy into Aquarius energy. Mm. And the reason why is Piscean is very much same status quo. Things need to remain alike, you know, think of the nuclear family, think of, you know, your cookie cutter housing, you know, things like that. Now we're looking into how are we more unique, which is very much an Aquarius thing. How, you know, let's find really cool ways of building homes. How do you stand outside of this collective energy that we're always within? How can I set myself apart? Now you can start to see this really growing in movement. So even though the new moon in Pisces, I, it sounds like I'm saying a bunch of the same, the beauty of the breakthrough of the Piscean energy leads you into this unique self, into the wisdom, into the being sensitive to not only who you are, but to others around you. And when we are doing this new moon, just remember that, um, you know, think, think in water, think in flow, think in the ways that you want to see yourself flow in every aspect of your life. Obviously, I can tell you that the energy is directed more towards, you know, relationships and the power struggles you have or empowered dynamics you have in any situation, but you can create, this is your science experiment. So go create however you want to go put the intentions in whatever realm you want to put them in. Um, but I would definitely use water in this. And I would definitely look at a cleansing, like a clearing, uh, take a nice bath, take a shower. If you have opportunity, put some fresh herbs in that shower, uh, let the fragrance really that earthy fragrant fragrance come through for you while you're sitting in a shower, be amazed at how much clarity you have in situations like that. Um, Outside of that, I wouldn't recommend doing anything out really majorly outside just because it's still kind of cold in, in, in a lot of the areas. Um, but also because the earth is still kind of in her, in her hibernation, we're in the Persephone going under the, you know, in the underworld type of situation still. So, you know, other mother earth is always readily available to you, but we want to work with the energies that are going to be at their largest. So you're going to want to work mm. with the water. And this, if it's something about some, a seed that's been sown, some ideas that we've had that we've pondered on, you know, then writing some of those down or even toying around, playing with ideas and making them much bigger. Like what is the biggest way that you could manifest or create the idea that you've got um, and playing around with those ideas, writing those down? Because even just by allowing your mind to, cross over all those barriers and forget the, how will I do it? Where will I get the money from? What will that be about? Is you just start to play with that because if you've sowed the seeds, been doing some work and you're going with the flow and you're spending some of those uh, days within yourself, then this is the potential. It feels like with spring coming, this is the potential for the germination to occur that under the surface, the in the soil, all the nutrients are there. The vitality is there. The seed is starting to spring open 
and it could be a very exciting time so even though we we always talk about the shadow we always talk about the, the work that most of us have to do at some point in that journey but when we're starting to come out of that when we're coming out of the psychosis with yeah we've been in the collective psychosis for the past 100 percent. Yeah. yeah we've a lot of people have been feeling like they're going crazy if you spend a lot of time on your own and you've your connections have been thwarted for wherever you are that's a very tough uh, place to be in yeah. if we're coming out of that time now you know this is about really what is it that you've still bringing with you and what have you let go of where you can really start to build and create and manifest something much bigger than maybe you've even ever anticipated yeah and then having faith in the process of it all you Mm. know i think when i don't even remember who said this but it was something along the lines of you know whenever you when you put a seed into the earth you don't come and check it every day to see why it hasn't sprout, right? You give it the time, the space, and then allow it to have its nutrients and everything and water it as needed so that when it is ready, it grows. Now that is faith in the process. It's a very, mm-hmm. um, reflective way of what happens within us, you know, just like the butterfly, whenever it's a caterpillar and it creates its little sack and it turns into ooze before it comes out as a butterfly, we're not asking it to rush. We're not asking it to, we're not even going to break the casing around it because the butterfly otherwise wouldn't live. This is a, this is a process. We have to allow the process. We have to have hope in this process, faith in this process and recognize that sometimes things really work out in your favor and they're bigger than you could even imagine them to be. You know, I started this whole journey just trying not to hate myself you know, not even not hate myself, trying not to kill myself and trying to have a relationship that I could be safe, like feel safe in. And now look at it like, oh my gosh, this is nothing like, this is nothing like I had imagined it to be. I am this whole brand new pure person in a relationship that I thought at one point wasn't going to survive is thriving in ways I never imagined it to. And, and so having faith in the process is part of that. And this new moon is really that, you know, we do work a lot on healing and growing. And that's really what Mel and I are dedicated to doing is showing you easy, you know, these routes to healing and growth. So we do spend a lot of time talking about the shadow aspects, talking about this darkness that can consume, but there is a lot of light available. Mm. And with the, this less restriction that we're going to be having with not having anything in retrograde is going to show us that potential. It's going to give us that almost that breath of fresh air. That's allowing us to say, I know I can't see the flower yet, mm. but something tells me it's about to bloom. Something tells me that that thing is about to sprout out of the ground and having mm. faith in that in a brand new way and just being excited. Like what color is it going to be? How large is it going to be? You know, and giving yourself opportunity to really daydream about those, those opportunities, those things that are bringing light to you. And it may be that, um, even if you haven't even really got a spark of idea that sometimes you can just feel like what you say, that you're sort of coming out of this um, dark, heavy, intense space. Some people are feeling that maybe they need to do a detox or change aspects of their diet or take up a new regime, or they're being called to just get out and, you know, experience nature more and, and, and do something different. But I certainly know, I think I said to you last week, I really started to feel a shift in what felt like natural inspiration 
just inspiration to get up, open the blinds, um, get some books out, get some books from the bookshop and just start to feel a little bit more active. It's, it's felt quite dense on some weeks and it, and other weeks has been quite intense. Oh oh God. Yes. Like (laughs) so much, you know, it's, I was just talking to Mel earlier about, you know, I feel like I went through another phase of a dark night of the soul. Now, of course, it wasn't as intense because I have been doing a lot of healing and growing over the last few years, but you can feel it when the spark returns, right? When you, when that spark begins, when you start getting that creative juices flowing, when things start becoming inspiring again, when you start to feel like the magic is back, that's when you start to, Oh, wow. Like I must've been somewhere a little darker than, than what I expected Mm. I was and, and being able to say, okay, well, it gives you this understanding of, well, if I sat in that realm all the time, then I would never be creative. But then if I sat in this realm of just super happy with everything in my existence, I would not be creative. We have to have yes. both sides of this coin to kind of push us into this, this development of who we are and to the development of what we want to be, the creations that we're wanting to put out there. And so we have this like ebb and flow inside of it. And, but now now you can really start to feel the energy break. You know, like you were saying, spring is upon us. The days are about to get longer. It's going to warm up a little. The, the things are about to bloom in the next few months. It's, it's You're going to start seeing leaves on trees and the grass turning green and all of the signifiers in this 3D world that something is shifting within you and what this, the things that you, the seed that you are, this, this little caterpillar that you are is about to come out as the, Mm -hmm. as this flower, as this butterfly, as these beautiful things that are all around us representing. And it's, it's amazing. And I'm really excited because if there's not any retrogrades going on, I mean, and Jupiter's playing a role, guys, please, for me, just make the biggest wish possible. Put Mm. your intentions in something that you have always wished for, be it the happiest marriage, the greatest children, the most, you know, this, this career that you've always dreamed of, give it a chance, go back to school. If that's what you're wanting to do now, now's the time to start like manifesting that moment for ourselves. Like, what is it? If I want to be a therapist, what is it I need to do to be that therapist? okay, I see that. Right. So now we're going to step forward and say, well, maybe if I'm a therapist, I can go and I can do this. And you can really start to build this energy zone for yourself that allows you to step forward using the creative energies that are all around us. Yeah. And, and if you track back, uh, cause sometimes you can feel like you're lacking, uh, inspiration and motivation, but if you track back to points in your life where, something has just naturally grown. When I look at some of my biggest projects and shifts in life, it's because there was only really a tiny seed that was sown and there was a couple of breadcrumbs along the path that I followed um, and some just ideas about this looks good, this feels good. The difference was is I was limited by the uh, conditioning of the mind from that comes from all of those spaces that we talk about you know, the background that you're born into, the money that you earn, the people that you come into contact with, the company that you keep, the activities that you do. And when I look at those things, we're always determined by the realms of possibility that my mind held. And now we've got an opportunity to really open up to all sorts of different possibilities. Like me and you were talking, we didn't know last year, did we, when we met? We 
we had an idea that we were talking about doing something and sharing some ideas and within us within a short space and then actually it was around this time last year i think wasn't when it? we really started pushing forward with it yeah, yeah it did not yeah. take us long we were we were testing and just like okay well let's record this just in case and then and then not really putting anything out there and then kind of readjusting healing growing yeah. doing the things and then boom it's like every little thing has become this bigger thing in motion. And it all started with a seed. It all started with an idea, which Mm -hmm. is the seed. And then we just cultivated it and we left it alone when it needed to be left alone. When it was time to feed or to nourish it, we did so by learning a new, a new, you know, something new to it. Like we needed to do this. So it seemed overwhelming when it wasn't time, but when it became time, it was no longer overwhelming. And along that process, along that journey, we really started to learn these things and really Mm -hmm. become very accepting of the way seeds grow, the way things grow, the way humans grow, the way paths develop. And it was, it's just been, you know, the hindsight rule, something I'm always going to talk about and looking back at hindsight, know where we are today. I would never have imagined that after our first conversation, you know, I, I created a, I've created an entire space dedicated to what we're doing. Whereas before I was moving a chair into a corner of my bedroom and stacking things so I could put my laptop there, you know? And so it's like, I never imagined we would have gotten to this place, you know, mm-hmm. and there's still so much of this journey, like that's, you know, we don't know anything about, but it's exciting because it's already bigger than we thought it would be. It's already better exactly. than we thought it would be. And so just as a personal example from Mel and I, we're showing you how a, a, an idea can grow into something beyond your imagination. And there's even more growth. We're, we're a tree here, you know, Mm. we're growing strong roots. We're growing long branches. We're getting the trunk thick and long. Like we are doing all of this and it takes time and it takes a little effort and practice, but it is so worth it. It has just been such a blessing to be a part of this and to, to grow within this and grow with you and become, you know, like Mel and I didn't know each other. And now we're really close and we just, we're, we love each other and we like that what we're doing. And it just obviously helps what we're doing to like each other, but you know, it's like, an, it's just a bonus that I never expected. And, you know, so all of these these little cherries that we're getting along this path. Again, this is part of what we're talking about. This is part of like, let have the faith of letting the universe surprise you have the faith in, in knowing that you are, you are worthy of everything you're receiving when it's a benefit, you are worthy of it. And just allowing that faith process to grow within it, just do it. So, um, Anyways, I really don't have a whole lot more on this new moon just because it's just an exciting new moon and it's all about hope and faith. And, you know, unless you have anything else, I was just going to do the tarot. I think it's exactly that, isn't it? It's hope and faith. And I think the key word that you used is you just didn't realize when you took a few steps what the potential was going to be or what was going to grow from that. And yeah. so many, you know, you know, it's almost like you might just imagine the roots of the tree, but, and then the solid aspect is the trunk and then yeah. all of the different branches that come out of it and all the different apples or fruit have grown from that. And each time it's been a surprise of, 
either skills that are learned or people you've come into contact with or connections that you've made as a result of that. You can never anticipate all of that. And if you look back at those pivotal points in your life where you've put some thought into just a couple of the next steps of a, a bit of an inkling, a bit of an inspiration, there is so many wild possibilities. And that's the fun of this, isn't it? That's the fun of the energy. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You know, and that might be part of the learning process. It was for me, but once mm -hmm. you get to it, it is just worth it. It is so worth yeah. it. So, all right, guys. So this is a three card spread. The first thing I want you to do is to, if you have a tarot deck, I need you to find the moon card and pull that out. This is what we're going to be focusing on. However, it is that you focus your energy. Some people are visual. So look at it. Some people have feelings and some people need touch. Whatever works for you is fine. If you do not have a tarot deck, find something as close to a moon deck that you have. And then you don't need to pull the moon card. You're just going to focus the energy. So the first question you're going to ask is, where am I being too idealistic? The second question is, what truths am I trying to escape? Like that you're awesome and deserving of all that's good in this world. Uh, the third and final is, how can I better confront these truths? And as a sidebar, I would highly recommend looking at the Major Arcana Hermit card. These seem to go really hand in hand with the, the energy of this new moon. And it's um, all about going within, introspection, a little shadow work, and having faith in the process because all of you know, your soul knows everything you need for it. And it's, it's, it's beautiful. So outside of that, Mel, I really hope that you have the biggest intentions on this new moon and that all of those dreams come true for you. Thank you. And I think um, just one thing is, is sometimes when we're thinking about what are the truths that we need to confront, yeah. this isn't just thinking about anything negative or so-called no. perceived as negative. The truth can be that you are a confident, beautiful uh, inanimate soul you know mm. that you're worthy of all these things and worthiness yeah. uh, for a lot of people is a difficult thing to entertain but actually every human being that's chosen to be on this planet at this time is worthy of nice stuff good stuff good people yeah. good jobs good good lifestyles whatever it is now what's within reach who knows I don't know what their individual um, journey is about but that will manifest and form in different ways, but it's really about opening up your mind to make that possible right. and getting some help. If that's difficult to do that, explore it with friends, find people that can equally entertain new ideas, new notions, find people who've got a bucket list and join them on their bucket list. Or, their bucket list while you yeah. create your own, because you Cre might never know what your bucket list is until you are a part of somebody else's. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, again, facing your truths, you know, is definitely something that always makes somebody think of a shadow, but that's just not true. You know, my truths were that I was deserving of being heard and I was deserving of loving myself and I was deserving of having a happy family. And these were truths that I just had to face and, oh no, how dare I, I'm just living my best life now. So <laughs> you guys are doing great. Continue the hard work. i I, on the highest, we deserve all that is beautiful and good in this world. And I hope you find it. Yeah, that's fantastic, Danielle. And I really look forward to um, doing a ritual around the uh, new moon and bringing in uh, more and more of that. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Bye.